Welcome to another episode of the Hoop Talk Podcast by fans for fans. I'm Ryan. There's my guy, Jalen. What's up, everybody? This podcast is where we discuss all things basketball, so expect a lot of hot takes, debates, and a true display of basketball knowledge. Let's get right into it. Our topic today is our WNBA Finals standouts. In addition to the Miami Heat winning Game 3, the Seattle Storm won Game 2 and now are up 2-0 to zero on the Las Vegas Aces. So, Jalen, I have to ask, should we expect a sweep tomorrow night? Yikes. Feet to the fire, I'm going to have to say yes, unfortunately, my guy. I just think that the Seattle Storm have way too much firepower. In our preview, we made it abundantly clear that it seems like the Seattle Storm always tend to have prime performances from either Brianna Stewart and Jewel Lloyd, Brianna Stewart and Sue Bird, or Jewel Lloyd, Sue Bird. However you mix the trio up, two of those players, bare minimum, is going to have a fire day. Guess what they did in the first two games of the WNBA Finals? In game one, Brianna Stewart goes for 37-15. and 15. Jewel Lloyd goes for 28-4-4, and and Sue Bird has a playoff high, a record high, 16 assists, despite only having two points in the game. So although Sue Bird may not have been lighting the the court on fire from a scoring perspective, she was the ultimate facilitator in game one, and it led to a 93-80 victory. Then, let's go take a, a quick little trip down memory lane of, you know, the other night. Where in conjunction to that, a female by the name of Natasha Howard decided, you know what, you guys have been talking about the same three players on this Seattle Storm team for a little too long. So let me just go get my smooth 21-8 rebound, 21 points, eight rebounds, and two assists on the night. Jewel Lloyd had a rough night with only eight points, but guess who woke up again? Brianna start with 22, 5, and 4, and Sue Bird walks out. Guess what? The 16 was on the other foot this time. Came out with 16 points and 10 assists. And then you throw on top of that, Alicia Clark got in the mix, too, with 21 points of her own. I mean, this team's just too loaded, bro. I mean, it's just it's, it's getting a little ridiculous, dude. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, Aja Wilson had 20 points in game two. It's cool. 19 points in game one is cool, but it just seems like the storm are just too stacked. And maybe we're starting to see that portion of the Las Vegas aces where losing their superstars to injury might've finally caught up. Where do you kind of stand on the series, Ryan? It is kind of looking like that. They're the stars, the injuries, I think the injuries are starting to affect the Las Vegas Aces. Didn't I say on this podcast that the Seattle Storm had the most loaded roster in WNBA? You indeed did. And it sure does look like it because after game one, Brianna Stewart decided to put up 37 points. And aren't we glad to see the, the Seattle Storm have Brianna Stewart back after she missed last season with an injury? 
and she has now come back this season and she's out for revenge because she wasn't able to participate last year and lead Seattle to the finals. This year she's here and she's definitely making her impact on the Las Vegas Aces. Game two was very interesting considering that, yes, Jewel Lloyd only had eight points. Sue Bird put up a nice double-double with 16 and 10. But Natasha Howard and Alicia Clark put up 21 points each. Mm-mm-mm. Everywhere you look, Seattle has an offensive weapon that can help them score anytime, anywhere. In this case, in game two, besides Brianna Stewart putting up 22 points, Alicia Clark and Natasha Howard put up 21 points each. Sue Bird put up 16. Canada added 10 points. Everywhere you look, there's just too much offensive firepower on this team. Now, looking back at game one with Sue Bird, Sue Bird had 10 assists in the first 14 minutes of the game. Golly. She had 16 in total. Jewel Lloyd put up 28. Brianna Stewart put up 37. Did I say it enough? If it hasn't been said already, there are too many offensive weapons on this team. This team is really, really, really good at playing basketball. And it looks like, I'm sorry to say this for the Vegas fans, but looks like the Aces are getting swept. I mean, Brian, I'll even put it in better perspective. People listening, I'm going to say it extremely thoroughly for everyone to make sure that you can hear what I'm telling you about this Seattle Storm team. They get buckets, dude. I mean, it's ridiculous. Okay, all joking aside, though, here's the real thing that I want to get addressed on this podcast because we had an understanding the other night that we both kind of agreed that we felt like the Lakers had it in the NBA Finals when it came to their series against the Miami Heat. Bam Adebayo is out. Goran Dragic is out. The Heat are relatively undermanned. They're relying on guys like Kelly Olynyk to play significant minutes. I mean, even Myers Leonard got a ton of minutes early, 13 minutes in the game, most of them coming in the first quarter. So we understand that Sometimes there's such thing as writing a team off too early, considering what we just saw in game three in the NBA finals. So taking a look at game three in the WNBA finals, Aja Wilson and the Aces are pretty much backed against the wall, feet to the fire with a game, pretty much only a game to save themselves in terms of being able to face uh, um escape elimination. So Ryan, we've talked enough about where Seattle is and we've pretty much had high hopes for this team the entire year. We've been talking about Brianna Stewart all year, and it was pretty much earlier on in the season before Aja Wilson took off, it was pretty much Seattle and the Phoenix Mercury to us in terms of loaded rosters. But the Aces are here, and they're the ones that made it to the finals. They're the ones with the MVP. What do the Aces have to do to keep this series alive and push things at least to a game four? So I think the one thing that the Aces have to do is eliminate one of these offensive weapons, whether it's Breonna Stewart, Alicia Clark, Sue Bird, Joel Lloyd, Natasha Howard. You need to take one of these one of these players out of the game early, whether it's in foul trouble or just on the double team or if they have a bad shooting night. You have to be able to take one of them out of the game. 
I think it's going to be very difficult to take Brianna Stewart out of the game. But the one underlying aspect is if you take somebody like Jewel Lloyd out of the game. Jewel Lloyd, who had a great game one, kind of fell off in game two only with eight points. But you have to, you have to think about which players can you take out early in the game, whether, like I said, foul trouble, poor shooting night, or on the double team. You need to be able to take one of these players out of the game early. What do you think? So, Ryan, you know, we don't typically do this on this podcast because me and you tend to always be on a similar track with most things. But I got to wholeheartedly disagree on this one, bro. My only reasoning for that is because let's just call a spade a spade, dude. In game one, the Storm won by 13 points and Jewel Lloyd had 28 points in the game. In game two, they won by 13 points and Jewel Lloyd had eight points in the game. I don't think that taking Jewel Lloyd out of the game is going to save them. And this notion that you can just take one of these guys out of their, out of their rhythm, the way these ladies play, and just that's going to be the ticket to winning. Look, dude, you ask the audience if they heard you. Did you hear yourself? They have two many weapons i think the situation that needs to be taken into consideration for the aces is simple caleb mcbride gave us 14 points in game two that's good that's a huge sign emma cannon off the bench gave us 17 points great sign i think the only way that the aces can get back into this series is if mccautry and aja wilson can get some help The only way you can beat firepower like Seattle is with way more buckets. Ryan, you understand this is the Bucket Getters podcast. We only like buckets here. We're not talking about taking anybody defensively out of their game. Seattle has a goddamn WNBA all-star starting lineup. They're not going to be in a situation where you can take a player out of the game, and it means that you still have a chance. Guess what? They'll just have their other four players that are freaking all-star caliber go ahead and drop better norm- numbers than normal. Do I need to repeat the stats again? In game one and two, they won by 13 points regardless if Joe Jewel Lloyd went off or not. In game one, Sue Bird didn't even crack double-digit points. The lady had to get 16 rebounds to show up on the stat sheet and they still performed at an extremely high level in the back of Brianna Stewart, obviously. So I think the only way the Aces get into this, we need some more Kayla. We need some more Cannon. Shoot, we need some more. I mean, Carolyn Swords is a person that 2-2-2-2 two, 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 and two in 14 minutes. Look, dude, we need more buckets than that. Robinson, Daniel Robinson, she starts for this team. 8-10-6. and six in game two. That's very promising. We need a little bit more productivity in the bucket getters department. Ryan, I can't repeat it enough times. You combat bucket getters with more bucket getting. That's the only way that they hang with Seattle. Otherwise, this thing is broomed out after game three. Here's the thing. 
I agree with you, but there's a reason why I didn't name that reason for why they have a chance in this series. They're going to be, there's probably going to come a time where Aja Wilson or Angel McCautry and Emma Cannon are going to struggle from the floor. Who are you going to rely on to get those extra buckets? I don't know. That's the thing. And if I look at Seattle, if Jewel Lloyd's having a bad performance, I look at Breonna Stewart, I look at Sue Bird, I look at Natasha Howard, I look at Alicia Clark. If Sue Bird is having a bad performance, I mentioned this on one of the previous episodes, you can turn to Jewel Lloyd or Breonna Stewart to help pick up the slack. Jalen, I mentioned with the Seattle Storm that they are the most loaded team because if somebody's having a bad performance, there's somebody else to go and pick up the slack. I look at the Aces, and even though that they're the best team, I can't find somebody who, if Aja Wilson or Angel McCarthy is having a bad performance, who's going to pick up the slack and who's going to score equally or more than the Seattle Storm? There's way too many options, way too many offensive weapons for Seattle. And I think the Aces might be done. I mean, okay, okay, Ryan, then, then I mean, say it with your chest, my guy. Do the Seattle Storm win their second championship in the last three years in their fourth title in franchise history? Do they, do they notch this thing up in game three, bring the brooms out, and pretty much hoist the trophy for the 2020 WNBA bubble season? I was expecting a great series between these two teams, and I thought we were going to get it. Unfortunately, it's Seattle, and I think they're going to raise another championship. Yikes. I, I, hate to, I hate to be in a situation where I have to agree with you on something so unfortunate as, like, the series not being very competitive. But, yeah, man, I think it's going to be rough. I think Aja goes down swinging. As the MVP, I don't see her going down in three games. I genuinely believe that they can, that she alone can earn them a game. I'm not saying she's going to go on Jimmy Butler mode, but she has the kind of tendency to be that type of offensive weapon. And she's a two-way player. So her effect on both sides of the court is something that could potentially win them, steal them, however you want to look at it, a game. And that's something that I think should be taken into consideration. Unfortunately, I do kind of agree that it's over. But since we both agree on that, right, here's one thing that I feel like we can kind of have a discussion about before we close the podcast. We've discussed all of these different weapons on the Seattle Storm team. Who do you think gets the WNBA Finals MVP. I feel like it makes sense to say Brianna Stewart just because the injury that she had last year prevented her from competing uh, in the finals last year or in the playoffs last year. And now she's back this year and she's leading this team to, or she's leading this team to possibly another WNBA championship. I have a feeling there's a chance Sue Bird could have an opportunity at this award too. She has been putting up some solid performances, even though in game one, she only scored two points. She had 16 assists in game one. And then of course, in game two, she put up 16 and 10. I feel like she is starting to break records. And I feel like she could possibly break another record by winning a WNBA finals MVP. 
ultimately, though, I feel like this is going to go to Breonna Stewart. I mean, I kind of agree with you all the way around with the fact that Sue Bird is also in the mix for this. Um, although the offensive output has not been there in the scoring category, she's been the ship steerer this entire time she's been the one that's kept seattle afloat and the one that's been the facilitator for all of this ridiculous offense that we've seen from this team i honestly feel like this team cannot run the way it does without sue bird at the helm and i think anybody on her team would agree with that me and you coming into this WNBA bubble season talked a lot about diana tarasi and Sue Bird as the top guards in the game. Um, Some of the better guards in WNBA history even. And for Sue Bird in this position that she's in right now, she is the captain of potentially one of the greatest offensive teams we've seen in WNBA history. And I think there has to be some kind of reward of some sort for that whether it's WNBA finals MVP or something else I think it does at least need to be recognized that she is the one that stirred this ship because well man I mean it's really that simple I mean like I said before with all the offensive weapons that they have in order to be able to get these ladies into the correct spots being able to get them in the spots that they need the spots that they want in order to be able to be this this potent offensively I think it all starts at the point guard position. And although Brianna Stewart is an excellent player, I think she only got, got better with the facilitation and the tutorship, uh, the, the tutoring slash mentorship of Sue Bird. So I think Brianna Stewart will win it, but I believe that Sue Bird has a better case than the statistics show for her these playoffs transition to our question of the day for our fans will seattle win another championship or will the aces come back and win game three tomorrow night this has been a great episode today on the hoop talk podcast of course make sure when you subscribe to us on apple you rate our podcast five stars and of course subscribe to us wherever you get our podcast we'll see you guys next episode Peace.